Okay, once again, good evening. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Carol Weimar Show for um, Friday. Um, now going to start to become Saturday, uh, February 5th. We're going to be going over today's news headlines. Also, we'll uh, recap the Pelicans game tonight. Uh, sorry, I had to leave early. I had, I had a meeting, but um, that's, uh, that's uh, in life. That's <laughs> what you have to deal with. So, once again, your final score, Pelicans uh, tonight. Um, went tonight, 113, uh, 114-113 was your final. 114-113 was your final. So, we're going to recap tonight's game. So, I'm going to go ahead and go over that now. We're going to send you some links. I'm going over to the, uh, the websites. We'll send them over to Facebook. Uh, YouTube and Twitter, so Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, you'll be get, expecting your uh, links. If you want to come in, video chat with us here uh, late in this evening, uh, that's fine. Let me uh, go ahead and send those links over to you, and we'll get started. So we should be up in a few minutes. We should have a links up. We should be ready. Uh, we'll send your links up um, to you in just a second. So let me go ahead and send my links over to you. Um, up in a few minutes, we should have a links up. We should be ready. Uh, we'll send your links up um, to you in just a second. So let is. me go ahead and send my links. Oh, oh. There it is. We got you got all three networks. Um, uh, once again, I'll send one to Twitter. So if you, you want to come in on Twitter as well, if you're a, tw a Twitter follower, come on down. I'll send the links over. Let you uh, come in. So all the links are sent over to um, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. So we are live. So we're going to recap tonight's game. Pelicans, um, once again, uh, win their game one. Um, 14-113, so we'll recap So what we have what we have from um, uh, last night's game. So I'm going to go ahead and recap the game. Um, I'll head to, so we're going to do that now. So let's um, begin uh, recapping last night's game. I'm going to go through all the um, numbers. Um, we'll pull up my numbers here. Let me get these all these numbers up. I'll pull this up on screen. Okay, once again, final score, 14-113 uh, was your final. Let's go through the numbers. I'm going to go through the um, numbers uh, real uh, bluntly. Okay, once again, Pelicans uh, did shoot 53.9%. Uh, um, that was 41 of 76. That was in the game tonight, 41 of 76. Also, um, the um, um, Pacers did shoot 44%. That was 44 of 93 shots. Also, uh, Two-point shots, the Pelicans shot 54%. That was uh, 28 of 51. And also, uh, Utah, uh, excuse me, um, uh, Indiana shot 40, uh, 51 of 21. Three-point shooting, Pelicans was um, 13 of uh, uh, 25. That was uh, 52%, not a bad number. Pel um, you, um, Indiana did shoot um, 47%, so that was in the game tonight as well. Now, the uh, free throws, Pelicans got on the line uh, 19 times, converted 26 shots for about 73%. Uh, also, um, 
Um, Indiana got on the uh, line uh, 16 times, converted 11 shots for only 68%. Now, the rebounding aspects, I'll go through all the numbers. Um, uh, let's see. Pelicans uh, led in offensive rebounds 11-10. Um, also led them defensive boards 39-27. to And um, Pelicans led on uh, total rebounds 50 to um 37. So now the turnovers tonight was absolutely just um, gaudy tonight for this Pelicans basketball team. 20 turnovers to 10 for uh, Indiana. So that was in tonight's game. So we'll go over the first quarter stats. I didn't get to um, give you those first quarter stats. We didn't, we was live, but we had to let's go over those. Um, we'll go over all the stats. Okay, once again, Pelicans did shoot 55% in the first um, quarter. Uh, that was um, 11 of 20. Utah shot uh, 50%. That was uh, 12 of 24 in the game. Also, uh, two-point shots to Pelicans in the first quarter shot uh, 9 of 14 for about 64.5%. Uh, the 64-3, same thing with um, uh, Indiana. They shot 64%. Also, um, three-point shooting. Uh, Pelicans was 2 of 6 for about 33.5%. Um, uh, you, um, Indiana was uh, at um, 30%. Uh, let's see. Free throws. Um, Pelicans, they were even at 75. Um, rebounding aspects. Um, um, Indiana led 12-10 on um, total boards. They also led on, uh, it was even on defensive boards, nine apiece. And also um, offensive um, boards, it was 3-1. Uh, Turnovers was 3-1. In that first quarter, so it was in the game tonight versus um, uh, the Pacers. That was um, last night. Yeah. So let's go over some. Let's go over the um, second quarter numbers. I'm going to go through the second quarter numbers as well. So we're going to go through all the numbers uh, once again. Second quarter. Um, Pelicans shot 61%. It was uh, they so they shot pretty well in that um, second quarter. Also, uh, they held um, Indiana to just 23%. That was five of 21 shots. Also, two point shots was only um, uh, 61 for the uh, Pelicans and 28 for the Utah. Uh, excuse me, um, Indiana pace. It's been a long even, so apologize. Um, I'm, um, also. Um, uh, Three-point shots, um, once again, Pelicans went three of five for 60%. That was in the second quarter. And um, Indiana went 14%. So we held them uh, in the, in um, shooting the basketball in, the, in that first uh, um, uh, first half alone. So, and um, let's go over to the turnovers. Um, uh, let's look at those turnovers. Pelicans had four turnovers to two, so that's something we cannot continue to do quarter by quarter. Let's go to the uh, third quarter now. I'm going to break over, break down the third quarter stats. We'll go through the third quarter numbers. Okay, Pelicans did shoot 43%. Utah, uh, excuse me, I, I keep saying Utah. I have Utah on the, on the brain. Sorry about that. Um, Indiana shot 38%. That was um, 10 of 26. So 10 of 26. Also, two-point shots, um, 43% for the Pelicans and 30% for the um, Pacers. Uh, three-point shooting, Pelicans went three of seven uh, in the um, 
third quarter, 42%. Um, uh, Indiana did shoot um, 46%. And let's see, rebounding aspects, um, looking at them right now. Uh, scroll down, once again, Pelicans led 6-3. Uh, defensive rebounds, uh, Pelicans uh, led 11-8 and also 17-11 uh, to 11 in favor of the Pelicans on, on that. Turnovers was 5-3 to in favor of the Pelicans. That was in the third quarter, so we'll go over to the four-quarter stats. I just went over those. No, we didn't go over those. Um, once again, um, Indiana shot uh, 63%. Um, Pelicans did shoot 60% in the fourth quarter, so that was 60% in the fourth quarter. Um, now, the two-point shots, uh, we're going to go over the two-point shots. Once again, Pelicans was at 50. Indiana was at um, 40. So it's a 10-point difference right there. Now, three-point shooting, Pelicans was 5 for 7. Indiana in the fourth quarter was absolutely knocking down those shots. On three-point shots. That was Indiana's stats right there. 83.3%. You got to be kidding me. When you give up 83.5% like that, you're losing games. I guarantee you that. 99% guarantee you. Also, the turnovers was 8-4. to four, So, that was just a, a just a, a, a thorn in um, Pelican's side. So, uh, once again, um, we went through the um, full stats and stuff like that. So, we're going to give you... Um, Paint numbers and stuff like that. So I'm going to give you those numbers in a second. Let me go over to my ESPN screen. I'll switch that over and we'll share the ESPN screens. And I'm going to go over to my share screen and give you my ES, ESPN stuff. I'm going to go ahead and do that. And I'm going to go, <coughs> go over those numbers with you. So I'm going to go over to Pelicans. Um, points of the paint and stuff like that. I'm going to go through those numbers. I'm going to go through those. Okay, points to the paint. Let's give you those numbers right now. Okay, points off for turnovers tonight. Uh, we'll go over that. Um, 20 came off of those. Um, uh, it was 20 turnovers for the Pelicans, so it was not good. Uh, 15 points came off of those um, um, 20 turnovers. You got to be kidding me. And then um, 9... Um, Pelicans uh, points off of turnovers came off of uh, those uh, 10 Indiana uh, turnovers as well. Fast break points tonight was, uh, let's go ahead and go over those even at 9. Also, the uh, points in the paint tonight was um, 46-32, so 46-32 on that um, note. So that was in the in tonight's game. So that was just, like I said, that was just the tip of the um, the barrels right there. Um, with the Pelicans lose, um, uh, winning this game tonight. Tomorrow night they'll have another game. We will probably will be on um, um, YouTube. Hopefully we, uh, we we will be on YouTube tomorrow, and also most likely hopefully Twitter. So we will have game coverage on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, so if you're in here, uh, let us know. Let's go over the box score. I'm going to go through the box score, and I'm going to do that in a second. If you're in here uh, tonight, uh, if you want to come in and say hi, we we we, have, we, we, we are on StreamYard. We're also on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. If you want to come on and talk to us tonight, uh, come on down late at night here on the um, on Sports Talk. If you want to do that, we, we are doing it tonight. So let's go over the box score. I'm going to switch back over to my box score. We'll go over to the box score screen. 
Okay, uh, leading scores tonight for New Orleans Pelicans. Let's go over those numbers. Okay, Zion Williamson had 18 points. He went 6 for 12 from the floor. He also had 4 rebounds. Um, three defensive rebounds and one on offense. Uh, Brandon Ingram had 30 points. He was 12 of 21 from the floor. Uh, he went three of six from the three-point line. He also um, had six points, uh, six rebounds uh, tonight. So six rebounds, five on defense, one on offense. Adams also had 12 points tonight. He was five for five from the floor. He also uh, went two for five from the um, free throw line. He also... Um, had 12 rebounds tonight. He grabbed 12 rebounds. Uh, seven on um, offense, five on defense. Uh, he was plus um, 11. Um, Alonzo Ball, uh, once again, 20 points for him. He had uh, seven of 13 shooting. He also uh, had nine boards tonight. He had no uh, offensive boards, um, but he had nine defensive boards. He went five for nine from three-point range. Uh, also, uh, Eric Bledsoe had five points. He needs to pick up his game. So Eric Bledsoe definitely needs to pick up his absolute game, having five points. But he had on four rebounds um, uh, and, and four on defense. So that's what happened tonight. Also, um, Willie um, Herman Gomez off the bench had uh, two points tonight. It was kind of, he was one for two. J.J. Reddick went three for five tonight. He also went three for Three. Also, he had 12 points. Also, Hart um, had 11 points off the bench. He went three for five. He had seven boards tonight in the game. And also, uh, Sidarius Stormwell had no um, points. He only played about two minutes. Walker had four points tonight. So, Walker had four for the um, Pelicans. So, once again, final score. Pelicans went 114-113 is your final score. Um, uh, your leading scorer tonight for the Indiana Pacers was, um, Holiday with 22 points, um, Lamb with 17, um, uh, Bodon with, um, uh, 13, and then Miles Turner with, uh, uh, 12. Also, McDermott had 14 tonight, so, uh, and also, um, um, Blaza Daza, if I'm saying his name right, I don't want to butcher this guy's name. Ten points, also four seven for the floor tonight. So once again, your final score: Pelicans um, win one fourteen one thirteen. We'll go over the schedule uh, for the next couple of weeks. So we are on Streamyard tonight. So if you want to come in and talk um, anything about sports, you, you can do that. That's fine. We're also recording for. Um, the Anchor.fm app, please follow those guys. Uh, this I'll give you the um, link to the um, Anchor.fm. So if you want to uh, follow us on Anchor, follow us at, at this um, address on your screen. So um, so we'll go, we'll, we'll listen to the um, Stan Ben Gundy press conference. We couldn't do it tonight. We couldn't do the whole press conference. Um, so we're going to go um, replay the uh, Stan Van Gundy press conference in, in its entirety. So we will be doing that. Um, let me go ahead and set this up for you.
see if we get it. I don't think we have it. They would cut it out, so let's see if I can grab it, if I grab it again. Grab it, I'll grab it again, there it is. Okay, we'll play Stan Ben Gundy. Um, let's, we'll also play Zion Williamson, Brandon Danger, and Alonzo Ball talking about tonight's game, so we'll go ahead and do that uh, for y'all. So let me go ahead and set that up. And we've got a good safety inside the huddle in that last possession. Indiana only needed a two. And, of course, Lonzo slid over on Turner. But what did you think that they were going to do on that last play? Well, it was just straight high pick and roll. It wasn't anything, you know, there was nothing creative. They start TJ in the backcourt. They throw him the ball. And, uh, you know, he's coming on high pick and roll. So we knew what was coming. Um Steven stopped the ball, and they threw the ball back to Turner. Steven had a good close, not to give him the open shot. He'd hit the one before. He drove the ball, and, and Lonzo was right there. Great defensive play. Lonzo had a couple really, really good helps tonight defensively. So uh, really proud of, uh, proud of his defense. Well, he's really turned it up offensively as well, Coach. The last seven games, he's hitting 45% from three, and he knocked down some huge shots tonight. Just his growth, not only – what we saw defensively, but now his confidence offensively. What are you seeing? Well, he is shooting the ball well. I mean, there's no question about that. But, you know, he's a good shooter. He shot it well last year. He got off to an awful start this year. And now he's got it going. So I don't think he has, uh, he has changed a great deal there. Uh, Stan, I mean, that, that last defensive play from Lonzo for him to, to sprint to the spot, you know, go straight up against a seven-footer contested, I mean, just, uh, I mean, how impressive was it to, to see from your point of making that type of defense? Uh, outstanding. I mean, that's the kind of plays you have to make to win. Um, great, great defensive play by him. Like I said, he had a couple of those tonight and uh, was fantastic. Is that, uh, just what did you think about uh, B.I.'s performance as well offensively, especially through the first three quarters, the way he was able to kind of you know, pick his spots offensively? Yeah, yeah, he did a great job. And then in the fourth Again, and, and, and I got to look at what I'm doing or whatever. We just turn into isolation basketball. That's not how we got to where we were. And then down the stretch, even when we got stops, we didn't want to run. We wanted to walk it up and isolate the ball. That's just not going to be good enough for us. And why we continue to want to do that, I'm not really sure. And I think it actually, even though he's got the ball in his hands, we're not allowing him to really play to his strengths. And kind of, uh, you know, building off of that, can you walk us through your decision-making, just how you're, you're rotating the guards there in the fourth quarter, knowing the offense is kind of slowing down, how are you trying to figure that out with your guards in the back? Well, we just went back to our starters. J.J. was actually playing really, really well, but had been out there quite a while in the one stretch, so so we got him out and uh, put the lead back in. Um, Lonzo. That's the truth, what he's saying. To be honest with you, they should not be playing isolated in basketball because I'm going to guarantee you, if you play isolation basketball, you're going to lose nine times out of ten. That's just some reality, folks. That's just facts. That's not um, opinion. That's facts. So when you play isolation basketball, you got you expect um, a fight. So um, what Stan Van Gundy saying was absolutely true. I'll be honest with you. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to. Question what he's what he's doing. If you want to if you want to come on here, comment about it. Um, here uh, at twelve fifteen at night. So be it. Come on down. 
Also, if you want to come in video chat, the um, StreamYard links are posted in uh, Facebook, um, YouTube, and Twitter. If you want to come on down, we uh, we always um, welcome any uh, video chat um, person. We'll put them in. We'll put you into the cubes and let you come in, um, and and you can talk um, any, anything um, about sports or about uh, what happened last night in the Pelicans game. So if you want to do that? That's fine. So we'll uh, continue with Stan Van Gundy. So we went to a little earlier than usual, which may be why we weren't running. Um, we probably should have given him a couple more rest, a couple more minutes rest. But uh, you know, Nikhil was really, really struggling tonight, and so uh, had to get Zell back in the game. It's Stan Scott Kushner, null.com. Uh When Lonzo passes up an open shot like he did on the wing. Uh, and then he comes back and makes a couple more. Do you say anything kind of in between that? It looks that was a, a shot that you think he would normally take, and he passes it up, and then he goes out and, and ends up, you know, having such a great game. Uh, what's kind of the communication there? Do you just kind of let him figure that out? Well, no, I said something to him, but I think he knew. Quite honestly, he knew as soon as he made the play that he should have shot the ball. So um, I did say something to him, but by the time I said something to him, I think he already knew. I don't think he needed me telling him. No, I, I mean, I think when you shoot the ball well, yeah, your confidence goes back up. And uh, other than the one, I mean, he's shooting the ball when he's open without hesitation. I like it. He's been a little bit more aggressive taking the ball to the basket, which I also like. Hey, just going back to Will's question real quick, uh, a quick follow-up. Um, not allowing Brandon to play to his strengths uh, in, in what way? I just, I just wasn't sure. What... Well, I just think he's best when the ball's moving and finds him and the defense is on the move and he gets chances to attack. I, I think when we're just going at it and going at it and going at it and he's isolating and the whole defense is loaded up, he can still get shots off. I just don't think what he can't get is his chance to really drive the ball and, you know, get to the rim and attack that you see on some of the other plays. So um, we've got to figure that out. All right. Thanks for your time, Coach. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dan. Okay, once again, we'll have uh, Zion Williamson, also Brandon Ingram, and also Alonzo Ball talk about tonight's game. So let's do that. Will, you can go ahead. What's up, Z? This is uh, Will from The Athletic. Uh, can you tell us just what you saw uh, on that last play with Alonzo coming over and making the big stop, and just what do you think about this, his overall play in that fourth quarter? Alonzo, <coughs> Lonzo really stepped stepped up for us in the fourth quarter. He had some big shots for us, and you know, for him to come over and do a great verticality uh, defensive stop, man, that was that was big time. So you know, we're glad we got him. <clears throat> and you know, it's Lonzo. You know, we believe in Lonzo to do stuff like that. Zion, I think the uh, the very first play of the game, you might have brought the ball up and initiated the offense. It happened a couple of times tonight. I know, you know, you're talking about your your background, like. You know, that's that's something new going back to your uh, middle school, high school days. I mean, do you do you enjoy getting those opportunities when they come in the game? Like, do you like doing that? Uh, yeah, I love doing that because you know that's how I grew up playing the game, and <clears throat> from that spot, uh, you know, I feel like uh, it's a little tougher to guard me. Um, you know, and I can play make from that spot uh, a lot easier. I can see the court uh, a lot better from there. And, and is that just because like 
You know, because I'm on the move and, you know, when I'm bringing it up, <clears throat> I, take a, I take a quick snapshot of the court. So, you know, I know where all my teammates are and I know where they're going to be. necessary steps to have a safe, you know, a comfortable uh, all-star game. So if they have it, I believe in them to do the right things. Um, I just, we just talked to Lonzo and he said uh, that the trust defensively, he feels like has been there the past couple of games. Are you, are you seeing that on that end? Uh, yeah, I have seen uh, improvement on our trust because, you know, we came together as a team and, you know, we watched a lot of film with the coaches and, from the start of the season to a certain point, uh, our trust kind of went down. But, uh, you know, after watching film and seeing it together as a team, uh, you know, we came together and we just looked at each other like, yo, we got to trust each other. So it's really improved since then. Hey, Zion, it's Andrew from ESPN. Uh, I know you did it at the, the rookie sophomore game last year, but again tonight there's a, a dunk from you or an attempt from you and, and, a, and a bent rim comes out of it. When you guys come out of halftime and you're, you're sitting there delayed because of uh, them trying to fix the rim, what's, what's kind of going through your mind seeing another, another rim is, has been damaged? Uh, I didn't even notice it first until, uh, you know, we're about to head out there and uh, out of the timeout and they're like, oh, uh, you know, the rim's bent, you know, we got to wait. And honestly, my mindset is I hope they don't take 30 minutes to an hour doing this. I hope it's a quick five, 10 minutes, and, you know, we back in action. All right, thank you, Z. Appreciate your time. No problem. You guys have a good night. Hey, everybody. Looks like we're good to go here with the eye. Uh, Christian Clark starts off. Granted, that last defensive sequence, uh, Lonzo sprints to the spot, goes straight up against a seven-footer. You guys get the stop. Just uh, what, what did you think about the defense there uh, at the end of the game? Well, that was encouraging. Encouraging for me because I took a, um, a shot that, that I thought I could make, but I, I brushed it a little bit and I, and I came short on it. So for him to cover me up on that end and, and, and being in position like he's always been um, in, in our defense and our offense, it was, it was, it was encouraging for me and I, I definitely told him about it after the game. And, and even looking at the game as a whole, I mean, I think, you know, he held drive into like two of eight shooting in the first half. Just what do you think about the way he was able, I mean, I know he made shots, but the way he was able to impact that game specifically defensively overall. That's been him. That's been him this whole season. When he's healthy, when he's out there, he's been getting out there, basically the best player on the, on the floor and making him uncomfortable. And that's something we need for him every single night. That's something he's been bringing every single night. When, um, when he's good on the defensive end, when Blair's good on the defensive end, it trickles down to all our players on the team. Do you think what you've seen from Lonzo since he came back uh, from that knee injury, he's just been a different guy? He's, he's looked different the way he's playing on both sides? Well, I, I've got a chance to see him play when he's healthy. And um, he just looks like himself. He looks like he's, he's confident in his movement, he's confident in everything that he's doing. And he, he puts in the work, so... 
for it to come and, and be seen during game time is beautiful to see. Yeah, it's uh, Andrew from ESPN. Uh, first, uh, what do you think about the NBA trying to uh, have an all-star game this year? Is that, is that something you, you're, you would be interested in? Do you think they, they should be trying to do that this year, considering everything? Well, um, I mean... The head of the NBA has, did a, has done a really, really good job of keeping us safe and, and following the protocols and following everything that we need to do to stay healthy and safe. So um, for them to to have an all-star in Atlanta, uh, I'm, I'm thinking it'll be the same thing. The commissioner will make sure everything is safe, everything is um, just, just ran accordingly to the way that we should um, just be healthy every single day. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I trust in the NBA, I trust in the commissioner on everything that he's doing. And if and if, uh, and if he feels quick, safe, um, and if he feels safe guys, with, if he feels safe with it, then I feel safe with it also. I got you. Thank you. Uh, one more. Uh, obviously, you guys had like a ten minute delay to start the second half, thanks to Zion bending a rim again. What's what's going through your mind when you see him do these feats of strength, like bending and rims in an NBA game, or something like that? I think it's something that we take advantage of uh, every day. Um, and when we see it, it's, I mean, it still it still amazes us. But I think uh, like he, he he brings something to our team that no one else can. And when he's aggressive and when he's going to the rim like that, I think he he brings another dimension to our team. It helps us take over the momentum. Uh, we feel strong. We feel tougher in a sense. And uh, he he does really really big things for us. And and just to stay on that real quick, I mean, like there are a couple of times when. He was the guy bringing the ball to the floor. Um, seems like he's really kind of beating people up the dribble lately. I mean, just just how crazy is it to see a guy like that size, you know, be be so fluid off the dribble? Well, something that that doesn't happen um, doesn't happen a lot. It's a generational talent um, for him to be his size and come up with, with with his dribble skills and his his ability to pass the basketball and get into the lane. Uh, is it's, it's very different. And, um, he just brings it every night. He brings it every night. He has this confidence and swagger to him every single night. And, and I mean, it's big for our team. We're happy to. I'm happy to be his teammate and play with him instead of being on the other side trying to trying to defend him. Yeah, just uh, how how were you feeling on the offensive end tonight? It seemed like you were able to kind of pick your spots and, and kind of you know get yourself going and get your teammates going, whatever you felt like. And just what were you kind of seeing out there? Just playing a game. Just playing the game how it should be played. Whenever guys step up, just trying to find an open guy. Whenever I feel like I can get to my spot and I have a mismatch or whatever the defense gives me, just just going to take it and just playing the game, not forcing anything, and that just helped help me out tonight. Whenever I'm, whenever I feel like I'm out of rhythm, just resetting and just just trying to be the best I can be in, in every moment. All right, appreciate. It. Okay, Alonzo Ball, so, next one. So, uh, Will Gillery, you can kick us off. What's up, Zoe? This is Will from the Athletic. Can you just uh, walk us through that final defensive possession and kind of what you saw and how you reacted? Um, well, I mean, uh, Miles just hit the hit the pop three. So, uh, you know, they had the same formation as, you know, the time he made that, so I figured he was going back to it. Um, Steven tried to cover for me a little bit, and he got back on Steven to take away the three, and uh, he got a step on him, and then I was just... You know, trying to come help side and just contest it the best way I could. 
and um, he ended up missing a shot, and Jay Hart, you know, got the rebound for us, and ultimately led to a win. And we know how much you love defense. We have whenever you know things are going on, you always bring up defense first. What does it mean to kind of make a defensive play uh, to win the game at the end? Oh, um, I wish the game never really never got to that point, honestly. But um, it did, and uh, I'm just glad that you know we uh, digged in and, and got the last stop that we needed, you know, to settle in. Hey, Lonzo and Scott from Goal.com. Uh, you had an open three on the wing that you kind of passed up. You could tell that you know you, you wanted to shoot that in retrospect to be able to come out and knock down two more after it. What does that mean? for you gaining confidence and, and knowing you can close out games like this? Yeah, I mean, um, just like you said, staying confident. You know, I know that I definitely shouldn't have passed up that. That three was, you know, a wide open shot that I should have took. And, uh, you know, I told myself I wasn't going to pass up no more shots and just shot every last one out of the day with confidence. Is that, is that part of kind of, you know, growing with this and, and becoming, a, you know, uh, I guess better team, whatever it might be, is just, knowing that when those shots come to you, that they're instinctual just to go ahead and take them? Oh, uh, for sure. You know, my role in this team, I definitely, you know, I've got to shoot the shots that I get and, uh, you know, not pass them up. So, um, like I said, I corrected it towards the end of the game. Hey, it's Andrew from ESPN. Um, uh, I guess going back to, to the growth part of it, what, what does it say about this team that you guys were able to withstand that punch from, from the paces in the fourth quarter? I know you obviously wouldn't, wouldn't have liked to see it come to that, but but uh, you know a, a few weeks ago maybe this this that's an area where this team was struggling, where you guys would get up and then the other team would come back. What does it say that you guys were able to start finishing these games now? Yeah, I mean any win is hard to get in the league, so uh, you know to come in here as a unit and, and leave with a victory, you know, it means a lot. Um, really, just got to keep the ball keep the ball going, you know, uh, try to get on a nice streak here and, and keep playing hard and for one another and try to get as many wins as we can before the break. Alonzo, Christian Clark here. I know they got hot in the fourth quarter, but I mean, up to that point, it seemed like a, a really strong defensive performance. Do you, do you feel like things have, have started to click for you guys these last two, three games on that end? And if so, um, what is working? Uh, I think we just trust each other a lot more. You know, um, watching the film, you can see, you know, prior to games of this, our closeouts have been, you know, pretty short, um, not as hard as they've been recently, just because I feel like guys are scared to get beat. But now that we know, <clears throat> we know someone's behind us, you know, even if we do get beat. So just having that trust with one another, uh, I think it's definitely boosting the defense. Man, what's it been like uh, for you last year? You know, last what's it been like for you this year? You know, last year you had uh, a guy like Drew next to you who took on a lot of those main uh, defensive assignments. And this year they're asking you to do that a little bit more. Uh, is it safe to say you're kind of enjoying that added responsibility guarding some of these bigger guys, you know, on most nights? Um, yeah, I think defensively, you know, I can pretty much guard, you know, one through three. So, whatever they ask me, you know, for that assignment of that night, I try to step up to the challenge and just do whatever I can to make the game hard, you know, for the person I'm guarding. But, um, you know, Blood's a great defender as well. So, you know, he, he's taking the challenge guarding most of the point guards. And, you know, us two are trying to, you know, lead that, lead a defensive, um, you know, attack on that end. Hey, uh, just real quick, uh, you, you were delayed there 10 minutes to start the second half because of Zion bending a rim. Um, <laughs> what's, 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 what's your reaction when you come out and you, you see a delay because of something he's doing because of his strength like that? I mean, um, you know, once the refs told us, you know, what the delay was, I don't think anybody was surprised. I mean, it's Zion at the end of the day, you know, he, 
he can he can break a rim at any time. So um, you know, it was unfortunate that we got you know a little cold, you know, sitting there waiting for him to fix it. But I think that's you know typically what happened to a lot of Rams is he attacks it the way he did. I appreciate Alonzo. Thanks. Time. And I'm going to be honest with you, Zion. Good to go here with the guy. Hold uh, Christian Clark. Off. And I'm going to be honest with you, Zion, this young man, I'm going to tell you, look, he's going to break those rims any night of the day. I would love that. Look, I mean, that that if that helped us win the games, that would uh, that would definitely help us. So, um I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about uh, if it's going to be ten minutes, twenty minutes, uh, maybe an hour or whatever. I mean, I don't care. I mean, Lone Zion is producing on that on on that court. That's all I ask for is him to produce. That's what I want. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to worry about anything uh, minor or this stuff like that or whatever. So, uh, once again, your final score, Pelicans uh, win 114-113. We'll go over the schedule. Let's give you the schedule. I'm going to give you the uh, next couple of uh, days for the Pelicans. I'm just off the screen. And we'll share the screen right here. And I'll give you the next couple of games for the New Orleans Pelicans. Let me pull this up. Um, I'll go ahead and pull up the uh, Pelicans on screen. And we'll give you the uh, next couple of games. Okay, for the Pelicans. Okay, the next games for the New Orleans Pelicans will be uh, tomorrow night against Memphis. That'll be an 8 p.m. game. Uh, we will have probably have the game on either um, YouTube and, and Twitter. So if we uh, once again uh, we will have that game either on YouTube or Twitter. But uh, um, one here's the, here's the kicker: we cannot have uh, any. Uh, video showing due to copyright restraints, so we we will not show any videos. We will show, we will play audio from the game, so you'll hear the audio. Uh, that will be um, on YouTube and Twitter. So if you want to come on YouTube tomorrow night or Twitter uh, to watch, um, to um, come in um, and chat with us during the game, um, the game will be on, but we will not have the videos. Showing because we cannot uh, show that due to copyrights. Uh, do uh, that's one. I mean, that's not uh, our. It's out of our, our hands. So um, I, w- I wish I could show you the game, but we cannot do it. So we we're going to run it. Um, I'm gonna watch the game. If you if you all watch the game, um, wherever you may be, we will ask you uh, where you where you where you watching the game at, and you can come in. You can comment whatever. You, you want to do so we will, we will have the game for you tomorrow night on YouTube most and Twitter so it probably will be both of them so we're, we're, we're trying to iron the plans out but we we will be doing that for the foreseeable future so um, so let's go ahead and move along with some sports headlines here at 12 uh, 35 at night 135 uh, Eastern time wherever you may be here on the um so we'll uh, move along. So we'll get these off this. Okay, let's go over some sports headlines. Um, okay, let's talk about tonight. So let's go over some sports headlines. Okay, sports headlines on the screen. So we're waiting for the um, ESPN feed to um, send us the. Um, 
Okay, once again, Kevin Durant uh, ruled out um, uh, due to uh, COVID-19 protocol uh, coming off of um, bench versus Toronto. So it looks like he is not going to be uh, playing for, um, for, for, for a pretty good while due to COVID-19 um, coming off the bench. That was in the third quarter versus um, the Raptors. So he will not be... Um, he will. He will not. Um, so that was uh, that was uh, earlier today. So that was uh, before the game tonight. So um, that was um, what happened in um, the game with uh, Toronto and uh, Brooklyn. Okay. Once again, uh, Drew Brees, agent. Um, we'll, we'll we'll hear what they had to say. Sean Payton talk about. Uh, he was on um, the um, Keyshawn um, KJ uh, Z show that was on this morning. So we'll hear what he had to say about it. This just came out. Um, latest signal that Drew Brees is to uh, repair to to retire after 20 seasons. Um, the uh, Saints quarterback has agreed to reduce his contract to $25 million. Also, veteran minimum is on $1,075 million. So, uh, I'll be honest with you, um, to put it in retrospect, look, I think, um, like I said, Drew Brees, look, we're going to have, we're going to have to prepare to, um, uh, because, um, once again, Drew Brees is not going to be playing, um, this year. I mean, I know a lot of people on sports talk, on different sports talk shows are saying, well, I think he's going to come back. Uh, or different callers, but the truth of the matter is, you got to prepare for this um, uh, Drew Brees to retire. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. To be honest with you, because look, he done twenty seasons. Uh, he also done fourteen with the Saints. Look, he led us to one Super Bowl. Look, we got to be grateful of that. I know a lot of people is gonna just say they say stuff on social media that's not true and all that, but hey. Look, you got to understand when you when when you're when you're when your body when you're 42 years old, your body starts to break down. That's just that's just the um, thing, and he's he's going to want to get either injured or, or, or worse if he do, if he does continue to play. Sure, he, he sure he could throw still throw the football, but not as far that he he, he threw it um, the previous years. So, look. I say this, look, now is the time um, to get um, either uh, go get a quarterback off the uh, waiver wires or stick with your two quarterbacks, which is Taysom Hill and uh, Jameis Winston. But the thing about Jameis Winston, he throws a lot of interceptions. Look, a lot of people talking about Teddy Bridgewater and stuff like that. A lot of people. But I don't think for one second, that he's going to come back to New Orleans. I really don't. So, um, once again, this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. I just want to lay my two cents out there about uh, Drew Brees' um, um, son will be retiring. Let's go ahead and hear about uh, hear it from Sean Payton. So, I'm going to put it, uh, put it up so I'm going to let you hear it. About retirement. Yeah, we've, we've spoken a couple times. Um, in fact, 
right after the season, and then we we texted uh, uh, probably two or three times. I was I was just down in in, in Mexico, and and he and uh, his friends uh, we just missed each other there. Um, look, I, he's going to make a decision, and it, it was something he spent some time on last year. Um, and and I don't think it's going to be a long drawn out process, uh, but. But when that time comes, in the meantime, we're, we're really focused on uh, what we know. And, and, and that sounds simple. Like Jameis Winston, we know. We had a year with him. Uh, he was fantastic as a leader. Um, man, he, he's got tremendous arm talent. Uh, he's a young prospect that, that we like a lot. Sure. If he does uh, lead towards Jameis Winston... He's going to have to um, have a good offensive line, to be honest with you, Luck. Because, uh, look, we know about his interceptions and stuff like that. He throws a lot of interceptions. He threw it at Tampa. He did pretty well with the Saints. I give him that. But, look, is it going to work? That's just, a, that's just what I'm uh, saying, folks. I don't want to get you pissed off and, and, and um, and, um, angry, but the truth of the matter is, look, we got to have somebody that's going to be a sustainable quarterback. So, uh, Sean Payton talking to um, um, K, uh, KJZ, um, that's on ESPN, that's the uh, KJZ show. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to him again. And, yeah. you know, when, when you have a player for a season, he's he's kind of giving you a chance to see what he's about. And, and there's a little bit of an audition there, but the same audition takes place for us. He's getting a chance to see, hey, this is how they do it here. Does, does this fit me? Does this head coach, does this position coach, is this a place I feel comfortable playing? And, and, and so a lot of times people would say, well, why would you do that for a year? Man, that's invaluable uh, for, for both sides because uh, – it was an opportunity for him to get jump into what we're doing, and I know he was very close with with Drew and Taysom. That that room was 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 rock solid. So um, we feel like we've got a clean direction uh, as to what we want to do, and uh, I'm glad we I'm glad we had Jameis, and I'm talking about Jameis because he's the one that's a free agent. Obviously, Taysom's here uh, signed in the building. So, yeah, Sean Payton saying the truth. I mean, look, Sean Payton, um, look, I'll be honest with you. Look, if you can Jameis Win if you can get somebody, like I said, like Winston Buck, uh, and, and then you can get Taysom Hill uh, to do the RPOs, that would be a good combination. That would be a great combination. So, once again, this is from ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. That's ESPN.com. Okay, once again, um, um, Kansas City assistant coach um, Brett Reed, uh, Reed um, involved in a uh, multi-car crash. Hopefully he's okay uh, with life-threatening injuries. So it looks like um, 
So uh, Coach Andy Reid's going to have a lot on his mind uh, with this uh, incident. And then on uh, the Super Bowl this Sunday. So that's kind of the what's going to happen. So hopefully, um, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, hopefully, um, uh, it can, uh, they can kind of focus on the game for a few hours. So uh, I know it's I know it's just um, a formality or something like that, but it is uh, what it is. So uh, I look at it this way: Look, um, Coach Reed, I know he's going to get that team prepared and ready to go uh, versus Tampa Bay. I know he will. But when you got this going on, you're going to probably going to have to have to do two things: you're either going to have to um, try to play the game. Or, or just um, try to just don't just don't uh, just play the game, or or just um, don't play the game. That's just um, simple. Hopefully, hopefully they can play a good game uh, for the coach. I mean, I'm pretty sure coach he's going to be gone for uh, going over there and tending to this uh, incident with his um, with the assistant coach uh, Brett Reed. So once again, this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. It's ESPN.com. Okay, Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, um, Anapoco, uh, don't care about the All-Star game. So they talked about the All-Star game. Um, so I'm pretty sure, um, I look at it this way, look. If they do play this All-Star game, I hope it is under a lot of stricter guidelines. Because look, this COVID-19 is not going anywhere anytime soon. So, they're going to have to, like I said, look, if they're going to play it, then play it. I mean, I know a lot of these players want to participate. I know they do. Some of them. But, look, if you got COVID, one of those other players, probably they won't, probably won't be, um, won't, won't be worth anything. So, once again, this is from ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. Okay, Michelle um, Ozoda, Ozoda um, returns to the Atlanta Braves. He signs a four-year deal worth sixty-four billion dollars. So that's um, so he is going to be uh, returning to the Atlanta Braves. He was one of part of the Atlanta Braves' um, uh, hitting um, 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 so. I'll be honest with you. That is a. I think that's a pretty good deal right there for um, uh, uh, Marcella um, Azola. So uh, once again, he signs a four-year deal worth sixty-four billion dollars. So once again, this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. Okay, um, MLB players. Uh, so, um, Reach a um, tentative uh, CBA um, deal with uh, league um, pending votes. So it looks like uh, they'll have to vote on it. it, it uh, they have to on um, 
So the um, CBA uh, was approved uh, 24 to 11. It was a 24 to 11 vote um, to, uh, for the agreement. Um, it's, it's an agreement. Uh, they reached a collective bargain agreement. So once again, um, the agreement would um, would be needed to be approved by the uh, Board of Governors. So hopefully the Board of Governors will approve this um, measure. Um for the uh, MLB players. So um, once again, this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. Okay, we're going to give you some scores. So I'm going to go ahead and give you some score updates. And we're going to go ahead and give you some scores from last night. Okay, let's go ahead and give you those scores from last night. I'm going to do that right now. Okay, final scores from last night. Um, final scores, um, Pelicans win 114-113. Um, Bulls uh, lose 123-119. Uh, Toronto Raptors win 123-117. Also, Milwaukee wins 123-105. Also, um, Utah uh, wins 138-121. Um, the Miami Heat wins their game tonight. Kendrick Nunn with 25 points. Um, he had eight boards. Uh, also, the Timberwolves won their game 106-103. And the Suns uh, won their game 109-92. Chris Paul with 20.7 boards. Isaiah Smart, uh, 10 points, 10 boards, one assist. Also, um, the uh, night game that just ended a couple of minutes, uh, hours ago. Um, Boston wins 119-115. Jason Tatum with 34.7 boards. Kawhi Leonard, 28 points, 11 boards, and 5 uh, assists uh, for tonight's game. Okay, we'll go over some uh, NHL scores. I'll go through those NHL um, hockey scores tonight with you. So NHL hockey scores from tonight. Uh, last night, excuse me, last night, I keep saying tonight, uh, last night. From last night's uh, games, uh, final score, Boston wins 2-1. Uh, Tampa Bay wins 3-1. Uh, um, Florida wins 2-1. Uh, Las Vegas wins 5-2. And also, the uh, Sharks win 5-4 in their game. So that was in um, tonight's ball games uh, in, in um, NHL um, uh, hockey. Okay, a couple of college basketball games we want to um, uh, go over, and then we'll wrap it up tonight. So we'll um, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up uh, in a few minutes. Okay, college basketball tonight. Once again, um, games from um, Friday night. We'll put this up. Wait for the uh, Friday night scores. Okay, once again, Hawaii uh, wins 78-61. Um, North Dakota wins over uh, Denver 85-82. Also, it was um, 
Uh, UBass uh, winning 74-69. Rice uh, winning their game 88-62. Uh, Murmark winning their game 59-54. Also, uh, Wagner winning their game 84-81. Um, let's see. Fairway Dickinson winning 70-762. Uh, uh, UIPI wins 81-71. Also, Texas State wins 57-47. Liberty wins 90-49. Also, Radford wins 102-66. Um, Norway, Kentucky wins 87-73. Detroit, Mercy wins their game 82-72. Gardner-Webb wins their game 94-61. Also, Florida Gulf Coast wins their game 86-60. Akron wins their game 72-61 over uh, Kent State. Penn State wins their game 55-50 over uh, Maryland. And also, uh, Dayton wins their game 74-65. Also, Youngstown State wins their game 84-78. Uh, Cleveland State wins their game um, 80-72. Bel um, uh, Bellamon wins their game uh, 71-56. Uh, ULM loses their game tonight by the final of 63-56. Uh, Troy wins their game 68-56. Louisiana loses 95-87 to um, Arkansas State. Uh, South Alabama wins uh, 71-65 over Coastal Carolina. Middle Tennessee wins 66-65. Um, Old Dominion wins their game 82-81. Uh, UTSA wins 87-80. Also, um, um, CSU Northridge wins, uh, 80 to 77. UC Irvine wins their game 70 to 53. Also, um, uh, UAB wins their game 63-51. Stetson wins their game 73-68. Also, um, other games tonight, uh, Western Illinois wins their game 85-77. Rice State wins their game, uh, 72-47. And also, Louisiana Tech wins their game tonight, 68-63. Isaiah Crawford at 27 points for the um, for the Texters. Um, also, um, uh, South Dakota wins their game, 64-56. We're going to go through uh, some more scores. Okay, um, North Dakota State wins their game, 61-54. Um, Mama wins their game over Manhattan, 70-65. Also, um... It was also Nevada winning uh, 74-72 and um, New Mexico State losing 85-75 to Cal Baptist and also Dixie State winning their game 77-76. Other games were postponed. Uh, we'll show them on the screen. So uh, the games were postponed. The other games were postponed. So, um, so that is the uh, uh, school board update for tonight. Uh, we'll wrap this up. Okay, once again, um, thanks for joining us for tonight's edition of Sports Talk. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow here on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. Same um, thing. We'll be here for the foreseeable future. So um, uh, you will be seeing us a lot more. So once again, like, share, and follow us. I will show you, we'll give you your, um, so, I mean,
Okay, once again, good evening. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Carrie Weimar Show for um, Friday. Um, now going to start to become Saturday, uh, February 5th. We're going to be going over today's news headlines. Also, we'll uh, recap the Pelicans game tonight. Uh, sorry, I had to leave early. I had, I had a meeting, but um, that's uh, that's uh, in life. That's <laughs> what you have to deal with. So, once again, your final score, Pelicans uh, tonight. Um one tonight, 113, uh, 114-113 was your final. 114-113 was your final. So we're going to recap tonight's game. So I'm going to go ahead and go over that now. We're going to send you some links. I'm go over to the, uh, the websites. We'll send them over to Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. So Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, you'll be get, expecting your uh, links. If you want to come in, video chat with us here uh, late in this evening, uh, that's fine. Let me uh, go ahead and send those links over to you, and we'll get started. So we should be up in a few minutes. We should have a links up. We should be ready. Uh, we'll send your links up um, to you in just a second. So let me go ahead and send my links over to you. Um, up in a few minutes, we should have a links up. We should be ready. Uh, we'll send your links up um, to you in just a second. So let is. me go ahead and send my links. Oh, oh. There it is. We got you got all three networks. Um, uh, once again, I'll send one to Twitter. So if you, you want to come in on Twitter as well, if you're a, tw a Twitter follower, come on down. I'll send the links over. Let you uh, come in. So all the links are sent over to um, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. So we are live. So we're going to recap tonight's game. Pelicans, um, once again, uh, win their game one. Um, 14 113 so we'll recap so uh, what we have what we have from um uh, last night's game so I'm going to go ahead and recap the game um I had to so we're going to do that now so let's um begin uh recapping last night's game I'm going to go through all the um numbers um we'll pull up my numbers here let me get these all these numbers up I'll pull this up on screen Okay once again final score 1 uh 14 113 was your final let's go through the numbers I'm going to go through the um, numbers uh, real uh, bluntly. Okay, once again, Pelicans uh, did shoot 53.9%. Uh, um, that was 41 of 76. That was in the game tonight, 41 of 76. Also, um, the um, um, Pacers did shoot 44%. That was 44 of 93 shots. Also, uh, Two-point shots, the Pelicans shot 54%. That was uh, 28 of 51. And also uh, Utah, uh, excuse me, um, uh, Indiana shot 40, uh, 51 of 21. Three-point shooting, Pelicans was um, 13 of uh, uh, 25. That was uh, 52%, not a bad number. Pel um, you, um, Indiana did shoot um, 47%, so that was in the game tonight as well. Now the uh, free throws, Pelicans got on the line uh, 19 times, converted 26 shots for about 73%. Uh, also, um, 
Um, Indiana got on the uh, line uh, 16 times, converted 11 shots for only 68%. Now, the rebounding aspects, I'll go through all the numbers. Um, uh, let's see. Pelicans uh, led in offensive rebounds 11-10. Um, also led on defensive boards 39-27. to And um, Pelicans led on uh, total rebounds 50 to um 37. So now the turnovers tonight was absolutely just um, gaudy tonight for this Pelicans basketball team. 20 turnovers to 10 for uh, Indiana. So that was in tonight's game. So we'll go over the first quarter stats. I didn't get to um, give you those first quarter stats. We didn't, we was live, but we had to let's go over those. Um, we'll go over all the stats. Okay, once again, Pelicans did shoot 55% in the first um, quarter. Uh, that was um, 11 of 20. Utah shot uh, 50%. That was uh, 12 of 24 in the game. Also, uh, two-point shots. The Pelicans in the first quarter shot uh, 9 of 14 for about 64.5%. Uh, the 64-3, same thing with um, uh, Indiana. They shot 64%. Also, um, three-point shooting. Uh, Pelicans was 2 of 6 for about 33.5%. Um, uh, you, um, Indiana was, uh, at, um, 30%. Uh, let's see. Free throws, um, Pelicans, they were even at 75. Um, rebounding aspects, um, um, Indiana led 12-10 on, um, total boards. They also led on, uh, it was even on defensive boards, nine apiece. And also, um, offensive, um, boards, it was, uh, three to one. Turnovers was three to one. In that first quarter, so it was in the game tonight versus um, uh, the Pacers. That was um, last night. Yeah. So let's go over some more. Let's go over the um, second quarter numbers. I'm going to go through the second quarter numbers as well. So we're going to go through all the numbers. Uh, once again, second quarter. Um, Pelicans shot 61%. It was uh, they so they shot pretty well in that um, second quarter. Also, uh, they held um, Indiana to just 23%. That was five of 21 shots. Also, two point shots was only um, uh, 61 for the uh, Pelicans and 28 for the Utah. Uh, excuse me, um, Indiana Pace. It's been a long even, so apologize. Um, but, um, also. Um, uh, Three-point shots, um, once again, Pelicans went three of five for 60%. That was in the second quarter. And um, Indiana went 14%. So we held them uh, in the, in um, shooting the basketball in, the, in that first uh, um, uh, first half alone. So, and um, let's go over to the turnovers. Um, uh, let's look at those turnovers. Pelicans had four turnovers to two, so that's something we cannot continue to do quarter by quarter. Let's go to the uh, third quarter now. I'm going to break over, break down the third quarter stats. We'll go through the third quarter numbers. Okay, Pelicans did shoot 43%. Utah, uh, excuse me, I, I keep saying Utah. I have Utah on the, on the brain. Sorry about that. Um, Indiana shot 38%. That was um, 10 of 26. So 10 of 26. Also, two-point shots, um, 43% for the Pelicans and 30% for the um, Pacers. Uh, three-point shooting, Pelicans went three of seven uh, in the um, third 
third quarter, 42%. Um, uh, Indiana did shoot um, 46%. And let's see, rebounding aspects. Um, looking at them right now. Uh, scroll down. Once again, Pelicans led 6-3. Uh, defensive rebounds. Uh, Pelicans uh, led 11-8 and also 17-11 uh, in favor of the Pelicans on, on that. Turnovers was 5-3 favor of the Pelicans. That was in the third quarter. So we'll go over to the fourth quarter stats. I just went over those. No, we didn't go over those. Um, once again, um, Indiana shot uh, 63%. Um, Pelicans did shoot 60% in the fourth quarter, so that was 60% in the fourth quarter. Um, now, the two-point shots, uh, we're going to go over the two-point shots. Once again, Pelicans was at 50. Indiana was at um, 40. So it was a 10-point difference right there. Now, three-point shooting, Pelicans was 5 for 7. Indiana in the fourth quarter was absolutely knocking down those shots. On three-point shots. That was Indiana's stats right there. 83.3%. You got to be kidding me. When you uh, give up 83.5% like that, you're losing games. I guarantee you that. 99% guarantee you. Also, the turnovers was 8-4. to four, So, that was just a, a, just a, a, a thorn in um, Pelican's side. So, uh, once again, um, we went through the um, full stats and stuff like that. So, we're going to give you... Um, Paint numbers and stuff like that. So I'm going to give you those numbers in a second. Let me go over to my ESPN screen. I'll switch that over and we'll share the ESPN screens. And I'm going to go over to my share screen and give you my ES, ESPN stuff. I'm going to go ahead and do that. And I'm going to go, <coughs> go over those numbers with you. So I'm going to go over to Pelican's um, points of the paint and stuff like that. I'm going to go through those numbers. I'm going to go through those. Okay, points in the paint. Let's give you those numbers right now. Okay, points off for turnovers tonight. Uh, we'll go over that. Um, 20 came off of those. Um, uh, it was 20 turnovers for the Pelicans, so it was not good. Uh, 15 points came off of those um, um, 20 turnovers. You got to be kidding me. And then um, 9... Um, Pelicans uh, points off for turnovers came off of uh, those uh, 10 Indiana uh, turnovers as well. Fast break points tonight was, uh, let's go ahead and go over those even at 9. Also, the uh, points in the paint tonight was um, 46 to 32. So, 46-32 on that um, note. So, that was in the in tonight's game. So, that was just, like I said, that was just the tip of the um, the barrels right there. Um, with the Pelicans lose, um, uh, winning this game tonight. Tomorrow night they'll have another game. We will probably will be on um, um, YouTube. Hopefully we, um, we we will be on YouTube tomorrow, and also most likely hopefully Twitter. So we will have game coverage on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, so if you're in here, uh, let us know. Let's go over the box score. I'm gonna go through the box score, and I'm gonna do that in a second. If you're in here uh, tonight, uh, if you want to come in and say hi, we we we, have, we, we, we are on StreamYard. We're also on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. If you want to come on and talk to us tonight, uh, come on down late at night here on the um, on Sports Talk. If you want to do that, we, we are doing it tonight. So let's go over the box score. I'm going to switch back over to my box score. We'll go over to the box score screen. 
Okay, uh, leading scorers tonight for New Orleans Pelicans. Let's go over those numbers. Okay, Zion Williamson had 18 points. He went 6 for 12 from the floor. He also had four rebounds, uh, three defensive rebounds, and one on offense. Uh, Brandon Ingram had 30 points. He was 12 of 21 from the floor. Uh, he went 3 of 6 from the three-point line. He also um, had six, points to, uh, six rebounds uh, tonight. So six rebounds, five on defense, one on offense. Adams. Also had 12 points tonight. He was 5 for 5 from the floor. He also uh, went 2 for 5 from the um, free throw line. He also um, had 12 rebounds tonight. He grabbed 12 rebounds. Uh, 7 on um, offense, 5 on defense. Uh, he was plus um, 11. Um, Alonzo Ball, uh, once again, 20 points for him. He had uh, 7 of 13 shooting. He also uh, had 9 Boards tonight, he had no uh, offensive boards, um, but he had nine defensive boards. He went five for nine from three-point range. Uh, also, uh, Eric Bledsoe had five points. He needs to pick up his game, so Eric Bledsoe definitely needs to pick up his absolute game, having five points, but he had on four rebounds um, uh, and, and four on defense. So that's what happened tonight. Also, um, Willie um, Herman Gomez off the bench had uh, two points tonight. It was kind of, he was one for two. J.J. Reddick went three for five tonight. He also went three for three. Also, he had 12 points. Also, Hart um, had 11 points off the bench. He went three for five. He had seven boards tonight in the game. And also, uh, Sidarius Stormwell. Had no um, points. He only played about two minutes. Walker had four points tonight. So Walker had four for the um, Pelicans. So once again, final score, Pelicans went 114-113 is your final score. Um, uh, your leading scorer tonight for the Indiana Pacers was um, Holiday with 22 points. Um, Lamb with 17. Um, uh, Bodon with... Um, uh, 13, and then Miles Turner with uh, uh, 12. Also, McDermott had 14 tonight. So, uh, and also, um, um, Blaza Dazza, if I'm saying his name right, I don't want to butcher this guy's name. 10 points, also four seven for the floor tonight. So, once again, your final score: Pelicans um, win 114-113. We'll go over the schedule uh, for the next couple of weeks. So we are on StreamYard tonight, so if you want to come in and talk um, anything about sports, you, you can do that. That's fine. We're also recording for um, the Anchor.fm app. Please follow those guys. Uh, this I'll give you the um, link to the um, Anchor.fm. So if you want to uh, follow us on Anchor, follow us at, at this um, address on your screen. So, um, so we'll go, we'll, we'll listen to the, um, Stan Ben Gundy press conference. We couldn't do it tonight. We couldn't do the whole press conference. Um, so we're going to go, um, replay the, uh, Stan Ben Gundy press conference in, in its entirety. So we will be doing that. Um, let me go ahead and set this up for you.
see if we get it. I don't think we have it. I think we cut it out. So let's see if I can grab it. See if I can grab it again. Grab it. I'll grab it again. There it is. Okay, we'll play Stan Ben Gundy. Um, let's. We'll also play Zion Williamson, Brandon Dinger, and Alonzo Ball. Talking about tonight's game. So we'll go ahead and do that uh, for y'all. So let me go ahead and set that up. And we've got a good safety inside the huddle in that last possession. Indiana only needed a two. And, of course, Lonzo slid over on Turner. But what did you think that they were going to do in that last play? Well, it was just straight high pick and roll. It wasn't anything, you know, there was nothing creative. They start TJ in the backcourt. They throw him the ball. And, uh, you know, he's coming on high pick and roll. So we knew what was coming. Um Steven stopped the ball, and they threw the ball back to Turner. Steven had a good close, not to give him the open shot. He'd hit the one before. He drove the ball, and, and Lonzo was right there. A great defensive play. Lonzo had a couple really, really good helps tonight defensively. So uh, really proud of, uh, proud of his defense. Well, he's really turned it up offensively as well, Coach. The last seven games, he's hitting 45% from three, and he knocked down some huge shots tonight. Just his growth, not only – what we saw defensively, but now his confidence offensively. What are you seeing? Well, he is shooting the ball well. I mean, there's no question about that. But, you know, he's a good shooter. He shot it well last year. He got off to an awful start this year. And now he's got it going. So I, I don't think he has, uh, he has changed a great deal there. Uh, Stan, I mean, that, that last defensive play from Lonzo for him to, to sprint to the spot, you know, go straight up against the seven-footer contested, I mean, just, uh, I mean, how impressive was it to, to see from your point of view making that type of defense? Uh, outstanding. I mean, that's the kind of plays you have to make to win. Um, great, great defensive play by him. Like I said, he had a couple of those tonight and uh, was fantastic. Is that, uh, just what did you think about uh, B.I.'s performance as well, offensively, especially through the first three quarters, the way he was able to kind of you know, pick his spots offensively? Yeah, yeah, he did a great job. And then in the fourth, Again, and, and, and I got to look at what I'm doing or whatever. We just turn into isolation basketball. That's not how we got to where we were. And then down the stretch, even when we got stops, we didn't want to run. We wanted to walk it up and isolate the ball. That's just not going to be good enough for us. And why we continue to want to do that, I'm not really sure. And I think it actually, even though he's got the ball in his hands, we're not allowing him to really play to his strengths. And kind of, uh, you know, building off of that, can you walk us through your decision-making, just how you, you're rotating the guards there in the fourth quarter, knowing the offense is kind of slowing down, how you're trying to figure that out with your guards in the back? Well, we just went back to our starters. J.J. was actually playing really, really well, but had been out there quite a while in the one stretch, so so we got him out and uh, put the lead back in. Um, Lonzo. That's the truth, what he's saying. To be honest with you, they should not be playing isolated in basketball because I'm going to guarantee you, if you play isolation basketball, you're going to lose nine times out of ten. That's just some reality, folks. That's just facts. That's not um, opinion. That's facts. So when you play isolation basketball, you got you expect um, a fight. So um, what Stan Van Gundy saying was absolutely true. I'll be honest with you. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to. Question what he's what he's doing. If you want to if you want to come on here and comment about it, um, here uh, at twelve fifteen at night, so be it. Come on down. 
Also, if you want to come in video chat, the um, StreamYard links are posted in uh, Facebook, um, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, if you want to come on down, we uh, we always um, welcome any uh, video chat um, person. We'll put them in. We'll put you into the cubes and let you come in, um, and and you can talk um, any, anything um, about sports or about uh, what happened last night in the Pelicans game. So if you want to do that? That's fine. So we'll uh, continue with Stan Van Gundy. So we went to a little earlier than usual, which may be why we weren't running. Um, we probably should have given him a couple more rest, a couple more minutes rest. But uh, you know, Nikhil was really, really struggling tonight, and so uh, had to get Zell back in the game. It's Stan Scott Kushnerknoll.com. Uh, when Lonzo passes up an open shot like he did on the wing, uh, and then he comes back and makes a couple more, do you say anything kind of in between that? It looks. That was a shot that you think he would normally take, and he passes it up, and then he goes out and ends up, you know, having such a great game. Uh, what's kind of the communication there? Or do you just kind of let him figure that out? Well, no, I said something to him, but I think he knew. Quite honestly, he knew as soon as he made the play that he should have shot the ball. So um, I did say something to him, but by the time I said something to him, I think he already knew. I don't think he needed me telling him. Jason, do you see his confidence? growing, changing, anything like that over the last few games, or is he just playing better? No, I, I mean, I think when you shoot the ball well, yeah, your confidence goes back up. And uh, other than the one, I mean, he's shooting the ball when he's open without hesitation. I like it. He's been a little bit more aggressive taking the ball to the basket, which I also like. Hey, just going back to Will's question real quick, uh, a quick follow-up. Um, not allowing Brandon to play to his strengths uh, in, in what way? I just, I just wasn't sure. What... Well, I just think he's best when the ball's moving and finds him and the defense is on the move and he gets chances to attack. I, I think when we're just going at it and going at it and going at it and he's isolating and the whole defense is loaded up, he can still get shots off. I just don't think what he can't get is his chance to really drive the ball and, you know, get to the rim and attack that you see on some of the other plays. So um, we've got to figure that out. All right. Thanks for your time, Coach. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dan. Okay, once again, we'll have uh, Zion Williamson, also Brandon Ingram, and also Alonzo Ball talk about tonight's game. So let's do that. What's up, Z? This is uh, Will from the Athletic. Uh, can you tell us just what you saw uh, on that last play with Lonzo coming over and making the big stop, and just what do you think about this, his overall play in that fourth quarter? Lonzo, <clears throat> me. Lonzo really stepped stepped up for us in the fourth quarter. He had some big shots for us, and you know, for him to come over and do a great verticality uh, defensive stop, man, that was that was big time. So you know, we're glad we got him. <clears throat> and you know. It's Lonzo. You know, we believe in Lonzo to do stuff like that. Zion, I think the uh, the very first play of the game, you might have brought the ball up and initiated the offense. It happened a couple of times tonight. I know, you know you're talking about your, your background. Like, you know, that's, that's something new going back to your uh, middle school, high school days. I mean, do you do you enjoy getting those opportunities when they come in the game? Like, do you like doing that? Uh, yeah, I love doing that because, you know, that's how I grew up playing the game. And <clears throat> from that spot, uh, you know, I feel like uh, it's a little tougher to guard me, um, you know, and I can playmate from that spot a lot easier. I can see the court uh, a lot better from there. And, and is that just because, like, 
I mean, how, like, why is it easier to see the floor in those situations? Um, you know, because I'm on the move, and, you know, when I'm bringing it up, <clears throat> I, take a, I take a quick snapshot of the court, so, you know, I know where all my teammates are, and I know where they're going to be. Um, how do I feel about the NBA and the All-Star game? Um, honestly, uh, you know, whether they have it or whether they don't, uh, you know, it's up to them. But, you know, if they do have it, <clears throat> you know, uh, I believe the NBA will take all the necessary steps to have a safe, you know, a comfortable uh, All-Star game. So if they have it, I believe in them to do the right things. I just we just talked to Lonzo and he said uh, that the trust defensively he feels like has been there in the past couple of games. Are you are you seeing that on that end? Uh, yeah, I have seen uh, improvement on our trust because you know we came together as a team and you know we watched a lot of film with the coaches and from the start of the season to a certain point uh, our trust kind of went down. But uh, you know after watching film and seeing it together as a team, uh, you know, we came together and we just looked at each other like yo we gotta trust each other so. It's really improved since then. Hey, Zion Sanger from ESPN. Uh, I know you did it at the, the rookie sophomore game last year, but again tonight there's a, a dunk from you or an attempt from you and, and, a, and a bent rim comes out of it. When you guys come out of halftime and you're, you're sitting there delayed because of uh, them trying to fix the rim, what's, what's kind of going through your mind seeing <laughs> another, another rim is, has been damaged? Uh, I didn't even notice it first until, uh, you know, we're about to head out there and, uh, out of the timeout and they're like, oh, uh, you know, the rim's bent, you know, we got to wait. And honestly, my mindset is, I hope they don't take 30 minutes to an hour doing this. I hope it's a quick five, 10 minutes and, you know, we back in action. All right. Thank you, Z. Appreciate it. No problem. You guys have a good night. Uh, Christian Clark starts off. Granted, the last defensive sequence, uh, Lonzo sprints to the spot, goes straight up against the seven-footer. You guys get the stop. Just uh, what, what did you think about the defense there uh, at the end of the game? Well, that was encouraging. Encouraging for me because I took a, um, a shot that, that I thought I could make, but I, I brushed it a little bit and I, and I came short on it. So. For him to cover me up on that end and, and, and being in position like he's always been um, in, in our defense and our offense, it was it was it was encouraging for me, and I, I definitely told him about it after the game. And, and even looking at the game as a whole, I mean, I think you know he held drive into like two of eight shooting in the first half. Just what do you think about the way he was able? I mean, I know he made shots, but the way he was able to impact that game specifically defensively overall. That's been him. That's been him this whole season. When he's healthy, when he's out there, he's been getting out there, basically the best player on the on the floor and making him uncomfortable. And that's something we need from him every single night. That's something he's been bringing every single night. When um, when he's good on the defensive end, when Blair's good on the defensive end, it trickles down to all our players on the team. Do you think what you've seen from Lonzo since he came back uh, from that knee injury, he's just been a different guy? He's, he's looked different the way he's playing on both sides? Well, I, I've got a chance to see him play when he's healthy. And um, he just looks like himself. He looks like he's he's confident in his movement, he's confident in everything that he's doing. And he, he puts in the work. So 
for the coming and, and be seen during game time is beautiful to see. Yeah, it's uh, Andrew from ESPN. Uh, first, uh, what do you think about the NBA trying to uh, have an all-star game this year? Is that, is that something you, you're, you would be interested in? Do you think they, they should be trying to do that this year, considering everything? Well, um, I mean, the head of the NBA has, did a, has done a really, really good job of keeping us safe and, and following the protocols and following everything that we need to do to stay healthy and safe. So um, for them to to have an all-star in Atlanta, uh, I'm, I'm thinking it'll be the same thing. The commissioner will make sure everything is safe, everything is um, just just ran accordingly to the way that we should um, just be healthy every single day. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I trust in the NBA, I trust in the commissioner on everything that he's doing. And if and if, uh, and if he feels quick, safe, um, and if he feels safe guys, with, if he feels safe with it, then I feel safe with it also. I got you. Thank you. Uh, one more. Uh, obviously, you guys had like a ten minute delay to start the second half, thanks to Zion bending a rim again. What's what's going through your mind when you see him do these feats of strength, like bending and rims in an NBA game, or something like that? I think it's something that we take advantage of uh, every day. Um, and when we see it, it's, I mean, it still it still amazes us. But I think uh, like he, he he brings something to our team that no one else can. And when he's aggressive and when he's going to the rim like that, I think he he brings another dimension to our team. It helps us take over the momentum. Uh, we feel strong. We feel tougher in a sense. And uh, he he does really really big things for us. And and just to stay on that real quick, I mean, like there are a couple of times when. He was the guy bringing the ball to the floor. Um, seems like he's really kind of beating people up the dribble lately. I mean, just just how crazy is it to see a guy like that size, you know, be be so fluid off the dribble? Well, it's something that that doesn't happen um, doesn't happen a lot. It's a generational talent um, for him to be his size and come up with, with with his dribble skills and his his ability to pass the basketball and get into the lane. Uh, it's, it's it's very different. And, um, he just brings it every night. He brings it every night. He has this confidence and swagger to him every single night. And, and I mean, it's big for our team. We're happy to, I'm happy to be his teammate and play with him instead of being on the other side trying to trying to defend him. Yeah, just uh, how, how are you feeling on the offensive end tonight? It seemed like you were able to kind of pick your spots and, and kind of, you know, get yourself going and get your teammates going, whatever you felt like. And just what were you kind of seeing out there? Just playing a game. Just playing the game how it should be played. Whenever guys step up, just trying to find an open guy. Whenever I feel like I can get to my spot and I have a mismatch or whatever the defense gives me, just just going to take it and just playing the game, not forcing anything, and that just helped help me out tonight. Whenever I'm, whenever I feel like I'm out of rhythm, just resetting and just just trying to be the best I can be in, in every moment. All right, appreciate. It. Okay, Alonzo Ball, so, next one. So, uh, Will Guillory, you can kick yourself. What's up, Zoe? This is Will from the Athletic. Can you just uh, walk us through that final defensive possession, kind of what you saw and how you reacted? Um, well, I mean, uh, Miles just hit the hit the pop three. So, uh, you know, they had the same formation as, you know, the time he made that. So I figured he was going back to it. Um, Steven tried to cover for me a little bit, and he got back. On Steven take away the three, and uh, he got a step on him, and I was just... You know, trying to come help side and just contest it the best way I could. 
and um, he ended up missing a shot, and Jay Hart, you know, got the rebound for us, and ultimately led to a win. And we know how much you love defense. We have whenever you know things are going on, you always bring up defense first. What does it mean to kind of make a defensive play uh, to win the game at, at the end? Oh, um, I wish the game never really never got to that point, honestly. But um, it did, and uh, I'm just glad that you know we uh, digged in and, and got the last stop that we needed, you know, to sell the win. Hey, Lonzo and Scott from Goal.com. Uh, you had an open three on the wing that you kind of passed up. You could tell that you know you, you wanted to shoot that in retrospect to be able to come out and knock down two more after it. What does that mean? for you gaining confidence and, and knowing you can close out games like this? Yeah, I mean, um, just like you said, staying confident. You know, I know that I definitely shouldn't have passed up that that three. It was, you know, a wide open shot that I should have took. And, uh, you know, I told myself I wasn't going to pass up no more shots and just shot every last one out of the day with confidence. Is that, is that part of kind of, you know, growing with this and, and becoming, a, you know, uh, I guess better team, whatever it might be, is just, knowing that when those shots come to you, that they're instinctual just to go ahead and take them? Oh, for sure. You know, my role on this team, I definitely, you know, I've got to shoot the shots that I get and, uh, you know, not pass them up. So, um, like I said, I corrected it towards the end of the game. Hey, it's Andrew from ESPN. Um, uh, I guess going back to, to the growth part of it, what, what does it say about this team that you guys were able to withstand that punch from, from the Pacers in the fourth quarter? I know you obviously wouldn't, wouldn't have liked to see it come to that, but but uh, you know a, a few weeks ago maybe this this that's an area where this team was struggling, where you guys would get up and then the other team would come back. What does it say that you guys were able to start finishing these games now? Yeah, I mean any win is hard to get in the league, so uh, you know to come in here as a unit and, and leave with a victory, you know it means a lot. Uh, really, just gotta keep the ball keep the ball going, you know uh, try to get on a nice streak here and, and keep playing hard and for one another and try to get as many wins as we can before the break. Hey, Lonzo, Christian Clark here. I know they got hot in the fourth quarter, but I mean, up to that point, it seemed like a, a really strong defensive performance. Do you, do you feel like things have, have started to click for you guys these last two, three games on that end? And if so, um, what is working? Uh, I think we just trust each other a lot more. You know, um, watching the film, you can see, you know, prior to games of this, our closeouts have been, you know, pretty short, um, not as hard as they've been recently just because I feel like guys are scared to get beat. But now that we know... <clears throat> We know someone's behind us, you know, even if we do get beat. So just having that trust with one another, uh, I think is definitely boosting the defense. Man, what's it been like uh, for you last year? You know, last what's it been like for you this year? You know, last year you had uh, a guy like Drew next to you who took on a lot of those main uh, defensive assignments. And this year they asked you to do that a little bit more. Uh, is it safe to say you're kind of enjoying that added responsibility guarding some of these bigger guys, you know, on most nights? Um, yeah, I think de defensively. You know, I can pretty much guard, you know, one through three. So whatever they ask me, you know, for that assignment of that night, I try to step up to the challenge and just do whatever I can to make the game hard, you know, for the person I'm guarding. But, um, you know, Blood's a great defender as well. So, you know, he, he's taking the challenge of guarding most of the point guards. And, you know, us two are trying to, you know, lead that, lead the defensive, um, you know, attack on that end. I mean, um, you know, once the refs told us, you know, what the delay was, I don't think anybody was surprised. I mean, as Zion, at the end of the day, you know, he 
he can he can break a rim at any time. So um, you know, it was unfortunate that we got you know a little cold, you know, sitting there waiting for him to fix it. But I think that's you know typically what happened to a lot of Rams is he attacks it the way he did. I appreciate it, Alonzo. Thanks. Thanks. And I'm going to be honest with you, Zion. And I'm going to be honest with you, Zion, this young man, I'm going to tell you, look, he's going to break those rims any night of the day. I would love that. Look, I mean, that that if that helped us win the games, that would uh, that would definitely help us. So, um I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about, uh, if it's going to be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, uh, maybe an hour or whatever. I mean, I don't care. I mean, low Zion is producing on that, on, on that court. That's all I ask for is him to produce. That's what I want. Uh, I don't want, I don't want to worry about anything, uh, minor or this stuff like that or whatever. So, uh, once again, your final score, Pelicans uh, win 114-113. Uh, we'll go over the schedule. Let's give you the schedule. I'm going to give you the, the next couple of uh, days for the Pelicans. I'm get this off the screen, and we'll share the screen right here. And I'll give you the next couple of games for the New Orleans Pelicans. Let me go pull this up. Um, I'll go ahead and pull up the uh, Pelicans on screen. And we'll give you the uh, next couple of games. Okay, for the Pelicans. Okay, the next games for the New Orleans Pelicans will be uh, tomorrow night against Memphis. That'll be an 8 p.m. game. Uh, we will have probably have the game on either um, YouTube and, and, and Twitter. So if we uh, once again uh, we will have that game either on YouTube or Twitter. But uh, um, one here's the, here's the kicker: we cannot have uh, any. Uh, video showing due to copyright restraints, so we will not show any videos. We will show, we will play audio from the game, so you'll hear the audio. Uh, that will be um, on YouTube and Twitter. So if you want to come on YouTube tomorrow night or Twitter uh, to watch, um, to um, come in um, and chat with us during the game, um, the game will be on, but we will not have the videos showing because we cannot uh, show that due to copyrights uh, do uh, that's one I mean that's not uh, our it's out of our, our hands so um, I, w I wish I could show you the game but we cannot do it so we we're going to run it um, I'm gonna watch the game if you if you all watch the game um, wherever you may be we will ask you uh, where you where you where you watch the game at and you can come in you can comment whatever you, you want to do so we will, we will have the game for you tomorrow night on YouTube most and Twitter so it probably will be both of them so we're, we're, we're trying to iron the plans out but we we will be doing that for the foreseeable future so um, so let's go ahead and move along with some sports headlines here at 12 uh, 35 at night 135 uh, Eastern time wherever you may be here on the um so we'll uh, move along. So we'll get these off this. Okay, let's go over some sports headlines. Um, okay, let's talk about tonight. So let's go over some sports headlines. Okay, sports headlines on the screen. So we're waiting for the um, ESPN feed to um, send us the. Um, 
Okay, once again, Kevin Durant uh, ruled out um, uh, due to uh, COVID-19 protocol uh, coming off of um, bench versus Toronto. So it looks like he is not going to be uh, playing for, um, for, for, for a pretty good while due to COVID-19 um, coming off the bench. That was in the third quarter versus um, the Raptors. So he will not be... Um, he will. He will not. Um, so that was uh, that was uh, earlier today. So that was uh, before the game tonight. So um, that was um, what happened in um, the game with uh, Toronto and uh, Brooklyn. Okay. Once again, uh, Drew Brees, agent. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll hear what they had to say. Sean Payton talk about. Uh, he was on um, the um, Keyshawn um, KJ uh, Z show that was on this morning. So we'll hear what he had to say about it. This just came out. Um, latest signal that Drew Brees is to uh, prepare to to retire after 20 seasons. Um, the uh, Saints quarterback has agreed to reduce his contract to $25 million. Also, veteran minimum is on $1,075 million. So, uh, I'll be honest with you, um, to put it in retrospect, look, I think, um, like I said, Drew Brees, look, we're going to have, we're going to have to prepare to, um, uh, because, uh, once again, Drew Brees is not going to be playing, um, this year. I mean, I know a lot of people on sports talk, on different sports talk shows are saying, well, I think he's going to come back. Uh, or different callers, but the truth of the matter is, you got to prepare for this um, uh, Drew Brees to retire. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. To be honest with you, because look, he done twenty seasons. Uh, he also done fourteen with the Saints. Like he it led us to one Super Bowl. Look, we got to be grateful of that. I know a lot of people is gonna just say they say stuff on social media that's not true and all that, but hey. Look, you got to understand when you when when you're when you're when your body when you're 42 years old, your body starts to break down. That's just that's just the um, thing, and he's he's going to want to get either injured or, or, or worse if he do, if he does continue to play. Sure, he, he sure he could throw still throw the football, but not as far that he he, he threw it um, the previous years. So, look. I say this, look, now is the time um, to get um, either uh, go get a quarterback off the uh, waiver wires or stick with your two quarterbacks, which is Taysom Hill and uh, Jameis Winston. But the thing about Jameis Winston, he throws a lot of interceptions. Look, a lot of people's talking about Teddy Bridgewater and stuff like that. A lot of people. But I don't think... For one second, that he's going to come back to New Orleans. I really don't. So, um, once again, this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. I just want to lay my two cents out there about uh, Drew Brees' um, um, son will be retiring. Let's go ahead and hear about uh, hear it from Sean Payton. So I'm going to put it uh, put it up. So I'm going to let you hear it. You're about retirement. Yeah, we've, we've spoken a couple times. Um, in fact, 
right after the season, and then we we texted uh, uh, probably two or three times. I was I was just down in in, in Mexico, and and he and uh, his friends uh, we just missed each other there. Um, look, I, he's going to make a decision, and it, it was something he spent some time on last year. Um, and and I don't think it's going to be a long drawn out process, uh, but. But when that time comes, in the meantime, we're, we're really focused on uh, what we know. And, and, and that sounds simple. Like Jameis Winston, we know. We had a year with him. Uh, he was fantastic as a leader. Um, man, he, he's got tremendous arm talent. Uh, he's a young prospect that, that we like a lot. Sure, if he does uh, lead towards Jameis Winston... He's going to have to um, have a good offensive line, to be honest with you, Luck. Because, uh, look, we know about his interceptions and stuff like that. He throws a lot of interceptions. He threw it at Tampa. He did pretty well with the Saints. I give him that. But, look, is it going to work? That's just, the, that's just what I'm uh, saying, folks. I don't want to get you pissed off and, and, and um, and, um, Angry, but the truth of the matter is, look, we got to have somebody that's going to be a sustainable quarterback. So, uh, Sean Payton talking to um, um, K, uh, KJZ, um, that's on ESPN, that's the uh, KJZ show. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to him again. And, yeah. you know, when, when you have a player for a season, he's he's kind of, giving you a chance to see what he's about. And, and there's a little bit of an audition there, but the same audition takes place for us. He's getting a chance to see, hey, this is how they do it here. Does, does this fit me? Does this head coach, does this position coach, is this a place I feel comfortable playing? And, and, and so a lot of times people would say, well, why would you do that for a year? Man, that's invaluable uh, for, for both sides because uh, – it was an opportunity for him to get jump into what we're doing, and I know he was very close with with Drew and Taysom. That that room was 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 rock solid. So um, we feel like we've got a clean direction uh, as to what we want to do, and uh, I'm glad we I'm glad we had Jameis, and I'm talking about Jameis because he's the one that's a free agent. Obviously, Taysom's here uh, signed in the building. So, yeah, Sean Payton saying the truth. I mean, look, Sean Payton, um, look, I'll be honest with you. Look, if you can Jameis Win if you can get somebody, like I said, like Winston Buck, uh, and, and then you can get Taysom Hill uh, to do the RPOs, that would be a good combination. That would be a great combination. So, once again, this is from ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. That's ESPN.com. Okay, once again, um, um, Kansas City assistant coach um, Brett Reed, uh, Reed um, involved in a uh, multi-car crash. Hopefully he's okay uh, with life-threatening injuries. So it looks like um, 
So uh, Coach Andy Reid is going to have a lot on his mind uh, with this uh, incident and then on uh, the Super Bowl this Sunday. So that's kind of the what's going to happen. So hopefully, um, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, hopefully, um, uh, it can uh, they can kind of focus on the game for a few hours. So I know it's I know it's just a, um, a formality or something like that, but it is uh, what it is. So uh, I look at it this way: Look, um, Coach Reed, I know he's going to get that team prepared and ready to go um, versus Tampa Bay. I know he will. But when you got this going on, you're going to probably going to have to have to do two things: you're either going to have to um, try to play the game. Or or just um try to just don't just don't uh, just play the game or or just um don't play the game. That's just um simple. Hopefully hopefully they can play a good game uh, for the coach. I mean I'm pretty sure coach he's going to be gone for uh, going over there intended to this uh, incident with his um with the assistant coach uh, Brett Reed. So once again this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. It's ESPN.com. Okay, Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, um, Anapoco, uh, don't care about the All-Star game. So they talked about the All-Star game. Um, so I'm pretty sure, um, well, uh, I look at it this way, Luck. If they do play this All-Star game, I hope it is under a lot of stricter guidelines. Because, Luck, this COVID-19 is not going anywhere anytime soon. So, they're going to have to, like I said, look, if they're going to play it, then play it. I mean, I know a lot of these players want to participate. I know they do. Some of them. But, look, if you got COVID, one of those other players, probably they won't, probably won't be, um, won't, won't be worth anything. So, once again, this is from ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. Okay, Michelle um, Ozoda, Ozoda um, returns to the Atlanta Braves. He signs a four-year deal worth $64 billion. So that's um, so he is going to be uh, returning to the Atlanta Braves. He was one of part of the Atlanta Braves' um, uh, hitting um, 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 so. I'll be honest with you. That is, a, I think that's a pretty good deal right there for um, uh, uh, Marcella um, Azola. So uh, once again, he signs a four-year deal worth sixty-four billion dollars. So once again, this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. Okay, um, MLB players. Uh, so, um, Reach a um, tentative uh, CBA um, deal with uh, league um, pending vote. So it looks like uh, they'll have to vote on it. it, it uh, they have to on um, 
So the um, CBA uh, was approved uh, 24 to 11. It was a 24 to 11 vote um, to, uh, for the agreement. Um, it's, it's an agreement. Uh, they reached a collective bargain agreement. So once again, um, the agreement would um, would be needed to be approved by the uh, Board of Governors. So hopefully the Board of Governors will approve this um, measure. Um for the uh, MLB players. So um, once again, this is from uh, ESPN. Go to ESPN.com. Okay, we're going to give you some scores. So we're going to go ahead and give you some score updates. And so we're going to go ahead and give you some scores from last night. Okay, let's go ahead and give you those scores from last night. I'm going to do that right now. Okay, final scores from last night. Um, final scores, um, Pelicans win 114-113. Um, Bulls uh, lose 123-119. Uh, Toronto Raptors win 123-117. Also, Milwaukee wins 123-105. Also, um, Utah uh, wins 138-121. Um, the Miami Heat wins their game tonight. Kendrick Nunn with 25 points. Um, he had eight boards. Uh, also, the Timberwolves won their game 106-103. And the Suns uh, won their game 109-92. Chris Paul with 20.7 boards. Isaiah Smart, uh, 10 points, 10 boards, one assist. Also, um, the uh, night game that just ended a couple of minutes, uh, hours ago. Um, Boston wins 119-115, Jason Tatum with 34.7 boards, Kawhi Leonard 28 points, 11 boards, and 5 uh, assists uh, for tonight's game. Okay, we'll go over some uh, NHL scores. I'll go through those NHL um, hockey scores tonight with you. So NHL hockey scores from tonight. Uh, last night, excuse me, last night, I keep saying tonight, uh, last night, from last night's uh, games, uh, final score, Boston wins 2-1, uh, Tampa Bay wins uh, 3-1, um, Florida wins 2-1, uh, Las Vegas wins 5-2, and also the uh, Sharks win 5-4 in their game, so that was in um, tonight's ball games uh, in, in um, NHL um, uh, hockey. Okay, a couple of college basketball games we want to um, uh, go over, and then we'll wrap it up tonight. So we'll um, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up uh, in a few minutes. Okay, college basketball tonight. Once again, um, games from um, Friday night. We'll put this up. Wait for the uh, Friday night scores. Okay, once again, Hawaii uh, wins 78-61. Um, North Dakota wins over uh, Denver 85-82. Also, it was um, 
Uh, UBass uh, winning 74-69. Rice uh, winning their game 88-62. Uh, Murmark winning their game 59-54. Also, uh, Wagner winning their game 84-81. Um, let's see. Fairly Dickinson winning 70-762. Uh, uh, UIPI wins 81-71. Also, Texas State wins 57-47. Liberty wins 90 to 49. Also, Radford wins 102 66. Um, Norway, Kentucky wins 87 73. Detroit, Mercy wins their game 82 72. Gardner Webb wins their game 94 61. Also, Florida Gulf Coast wins their game 86 60. Akron wins their game 72 61 over uh, Kent State. Penn State wins their game 55 50 over uh, Maryland. And also, uh, Dayton wins their game 74-65. Also, Youngstown State wins their game 84-78. Uh, Cleveland State wins their game 80-72. Um, Bel um, uh, Bellamont wins their game uh, 71-56. Uh, ULM loses their game tonight by the final of 63-56. Uh, uh, Troy wins their game 68-56. Louisiana loses 95-87 to um, Arkansas State. Uh, South Alabama wins uh, 71-65 over Coastal Carolina. Middle Tennessee wins 66-65. Um, Old Dominion wins their game 82-81. Uh, UTSA wins 87-80. Also, um, um, CSU Northridge wins uh, 80 to 77. UC Irvine wins their game 70 to 53. Also, um, uh, UAB wins their game 63-51. Stetson wins their game 73-68. Also, um, other games tonight, uh, Western Illinois wins their game 85-77. Rice State wins their game uh, 72-47. And also, Louisiana Tech wins their game tonight, 68-63. Isaiah Crawford at 27 points for the um, for the Texters. Um, also, um, uh, South Dakota wins their game, 64-56. We're gonna go through uh, some more scores. Okay, um, North Dakota State wins their game, 61-54. Mama wins their game over Manhattan, 70-65. Also. Um, it was also Nevada winning uh, 74-72 and um, New Mexico State losing 85-75 to Cal Baptist and also Dixie State winning their game 77-76. Other games were postponed. Uh, we'll show them on the screen. So uh, the games were postponed. The other games were postponed. So um, so that is the uh, uh, school board update for tonight. Uh, we'll wrap this up. Okay, once again, um, thanks for joining us for tonight's edition of Sports Talk. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow here on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. Same um, thing. We'll be here for the foreseeable future. So um, uh, you will be seeing us a lot more. So once again, like, share, and follow us. I will show you, we'll give you your, um, so, I mean,